Welcome to all our lovely listeners. I am your host, Moira Geary, and this is The Positivity Project. On this episode, I am following on from the first part of the series on fear. So this is part two. And today we're going to talk about fear in relation to problems, because when we have a problem, the emotion that is generally associated to a problem is fear. Sometimes it can be frustration and anger, so all of those will be held too. But the main one is fear. And we're going to teach you a little technique on how to manage that. So we'll talk about fear in relation to the problem, but we'll also show you how to reduce the intensity of it, because often when we have a lot of fear in our heads and frustration and irritation, it's very difficult to actually see the wood for the trees. And that means that we often can find it very difficult to deal with the problem or to find a solution. So in relation to this concept, I'm going to first of all explain the little concept of association and dissociation. Now, I know I touched on that on the last episode, but I want to give a clear distinction on it here because it's extremely important in relation to how we manage ourselves in relation to problems and the emotions that we feel. Um, and as I said, the emotions that we feel are going to have a very big impact on whether we actually get a good solution to the problem or any solution to the problem. So, when we talk about association and dissociation, it's a clever little trick that our subconscious mind does in relation to the pictures that we're seeing in our head, which are related to our thoughts. So when we think about something, we need to create some form of a picture or a movie in our heads. Now, whether that is really clear or whether it's quite dull or out of focus or whether it's just a still picture in black and white or whether it's bright and panoramic and has full soundtrack and is a full movie. It's very different and very different for each individual. And it also will be different in relation to different situations for us. Now, I did mention that it is very rare, but it does happen that there are some people that have um, a thing called Ephanasia. And I think I've pronounced that correctly. And I actually have one client in our Wealthy Minds program, which is our manifestation program, where we do talk a lot about visualizing, etc. And um, when you have Ephanasia, it's not something that you find easy easy to do. And in fact, it's a lot of people with it can find. Well, I, I don't. Yeah, I will say they can't visualize. Um, however, it's not the most important part. The most important part is what we feel. So again, on this video, as well as if I was teaching a manifestation, I would be more focused on working with your feelings rather than necessarily the pictures. But at the same time, because one relates to the other, um, we may as well go the easy route, which is if we do something with the pictures that will help to decrease the feeling that's associated to the pictures. So going back to association and dissociation and how your mind uses this or both concepts to increase or decrease the feelings that you feel physically in your body. So when we are associated into a picture, the intensity of the feeling is higher. And I will demonstrate this to you in a couple of moments so that you can actually feel it yourselves. When we're disassociated, in other words, when we're out of the picture, that means that the intensity of the feeling will be less. So you can use association and dissociation. Both can be used in a positive way and both can be used to create a discomfort. 
So let's just say you've got an amazing, fabulous memory and you keep yourself disassociated. In other words, out of the picture. So when you look at the picture, you're, you're seeing it maybe in the distance and you notice that you can see yourself in the picture. When you look at that picture, the feeling associated to it will not be as intense as if I ask you to imagine that you go very close to that picture let's say the best day of your life and I want you to step into yourself or sit into yourself or walk into yourself in that picture so that you're now in it and you're looking out through your eyes and you're seeing what you what you saw or would see if you're imagining it. You'd hear what you'd hear and get a really strong sense of what it feels like to be in that amazing picture of the best day of your life. And you'll notice that you'll start to feel some feelings in your body. And if I ask you to move them in the in the direction that they're going in, because all feelings move. And if you're not familiar with that concept, um, go back and look, listen to the previous episode where I describe all of that and explain why. But just get a sense of the feeling and allow that feeling to move even faster in your body, because that will increase that really nice, positive feeling. So we can see there that we can use association in a very positive way. However, if the pictures and thoughts and movies that we're running in our head are based around problems we're having or things we're worried about or concerned about, and if we have associated ourselves into those pictures, in other words, it's like we are living the problem, we are living the stress, we are living the overwhelm, imagining that we're seeing the scenarios and we're in the movie, then what's happening is we are associated into those thoughts or those feeling or those memories. And what will happen in our body physically is that the feeling associated to the problem or the worry or the memory will start to increase. So it means that it'll start moving really fast in a direction. And on the last video, I showed you a little technique that you can use to reverse that. But today we're doing something a little bit different. So this is your 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 next little um, concept or idea or technique that you could use to help not only reduce the feeling, but it's important that when we have a problem, we reduce the feeling so that we can think straight. So it's really more for that. So in relation to the problems or the scenarios that we might want to work on, what I would suggest to you, if there is something in your life that you're very maybe frustrated about or can't work out or can't figure out or even something that you might be quite angry about or fearful around, because usually when we're angry or frustrated or irritated, I, it, people think that that is the predominant emotion, which obviously it, it, it is in the moment. However, the reasons why we usually feel those feelings is because we're afraid something will happen or that something won't happen. So it, it usually is actually the underbelly of it is a feeling of fear. So let's go back to the situation or the problem that you might have and notice how because the subconscious, the primary function, as I would have described also in the last episode, the primary function of your subconscious is to protect you both physically and emotionally. So your subconscious is inclined to look for things that could go wrong. So when we're looking at problems, it's looking for all the things that could go wrong within a problem. And when it's doing all of that, obviously, it's increasing the feeling or the sense of, of the, the fear or the worry around the problem. So for us to work on that and to create a different feeling, what I always will say to clients or, or, or show people and, and, you know, I'll ask you to play along with me on this. If you remember back to any time where there was an intense problem going on in your life, usually what's happening is we focus directly 
into the problem. So with a very, very almost like narrow focus and we're just focusing in on the problem, on the issue in a hope that we'll find the solution in the problem somewhere. So when we do that, which is called a very convergent focus, which can be very good if we're working on something detailed and, and we know the answer and the outcome, it, it can be very good. However, if it's in a problem, it can actually be very destructive. And the reason for that is a little bit like, and I'm going to you know, change the or cover the little lens in a moment. So I want you to, that's if you're watching on YouTube, but if you're not watching on YouTube and it's safe for you to do so, what I'd ask you to do is to put your hand right over your eyes. So right up to your face and cover your eyes. And if you're watching on, on video, then what I'm going to do is take this black circle and put it right up to the camera like that. So now when you're looking at the video or if you if you're listening on the podcast and you have your hand over your eyes, notice how you can't see anything except your hand or the black little circle I have, which is representing the problem. And all of the fear and the frustration is in the problem. But notice what happens when I pull back that black circle from the lens and I want any of you that are listening on the podcast to take your hand and move it way out in front of you now, way out. And again, I'm going to put that back really, really far. So imagine I stick that up there on the wall back behind. And just imagine that stays up there, the circle. And for any of you with your hand out in front of you now, just notice how as you distance your hand, you can still see the problem, which is really important because we don't want to brush problems under the carpet or we don't want to... Um, decide that they're not important and that we can just ignore them we need to deal with them but once we push it away from us notice how you are now dissociated from the problem now that I've said that notice what's different in relation to how you feel about the problem and if you're not noticing that what I'd ask you to do is put the problem right up to your eyes again and notice how the feeling increases of fear or concern or frustration or anger and then push it back out and notice how it de decreases. So we're not finished yet. So what we've done there is we've just started to reduce the feeling associated to the problem. But here's the thing. People often think that the solution to a problem is in the problem. But I'm here to tell you it absolutely is not. It never is. So by taking the problem and pushing it out away from you and dissociating from it, the feelings in your body now have reduced, which means that you can think straighter. And when we can think in a more straight and orderly fashion, it's much easier for us to come up with a solution. Also, the fact that we've pulled the problem away, we recognize that, yes, that is the problem. We can now see the size of it. But I want you to see the size of it in relation to what we call the not problem. So if you look at the size of the problem, which is um, on YouTube, the black circle, or your hand if you're listening on the podcast when you see the size of the problem now now look at everything else that exists in the universe outside of that problem and that's what we call the not problem so now that you see the size of the not problem what I also want you to acknowledge and recognize is that the solution to your problem is in the not problem it's not in the problem itself so now that you're aware of that, notice what's changed in your body in relation to the physical feeling around what was there in relation to your problem before we started. And you'll notice that the intensity would have decreased even more. So what we've done there is we've actually just framed the problem and the size of it. And we've also recognized that there isn't an answer to it in it. We've recognized that the answer to the problem is 
just so vast and so huge. Next, what I'd ask you to do is to consider, did anybody else on the planet ever in the history of mankind ever have a similar problem where they solved it? And of course, the answer to that is yes. And I think that nowadays with the access that we all have to the Internet and to so many other things and information, etc., we're not short of places to search for or look for solutions to our problems. So now that you know that and you know that when you're dissociated, you're feeling less stressed, which means that it's easier for us now to look in the not problem and to identify different places or different people that have found solutions to the problem that we have and where we can go and seek help. So by just doing that simple little technique, and I know because I'm teaching this, I don't know when I came up with this, it must be at least 12 or 15 years ago. And it just blows me away all the time how people come back and tell me stories that literally have changed either how they run their business or how they relate to people or how they um, have, you know, manifested things into their lives that they wanted to, whether that was a promotion or whether that was extra money or whether it was whatever, where when they were looking into the problem, they couldn't see that there was a way out or an opportunity or a way of doing it. And by using this technique, it literally transformed the way they were looking at things and massively reduced the fear, which is the main component, obviously, of this episode of the podcast, because fear is the emotion, as I, I, I know I've said this before and I'll say it again, over the last whatever number of years I've been working, the primary reason why people come to me has been that they want to feel something different. And the primary thing they want to feel different is they want a reduction in fear and an, an increase in happy um, or good feelings or empowering emotions or empowering feelings. So by doing that little technique, it just gives you an option to come out of the problem and see the wood for the trees and get a solution to your problem, which will increase the feeling of being more relaxed, more empowered, more a feeling of more success if you take action on it, etc. So that's just that one little technique. And if you add that to the technique that I shared on the last episode, you've got two fantastic tools in your back pocket that you'll be able to use and utilize on a day to day basis. The other thing also to remind you of is not just the technique there at the end that I've shared with you, but also the concept of association and dissociation. So when you're sitting having a coffee, if you have time out to yourself, if that happens for you, or even if you're just, you know, staring at the TV and not particularly interested in what you're watching, it's a fantastic idea just to acknowledge and recognize that, yes, your subconscious mind is inclined to go searching for things that are wrong. However, now that you're aware that you can um, make yourself feel better based on what you decide to put your attention on or what you decide to look at in your mind. So in other words, the pictures in your minds or the thoughts that you're thinking, you can at any time pick um, pictures and pull them up into your mind of the most amazing things that either have happened to you already in your life or indeed you can create what we call future memories. And you can decide to create these amazing scenarios of your future that are going exactly in the right way for you. And that would bring you fantastic feelings of joy. And what I'd ask you to do when you do that, so pull up those future memories or past memories and then associate yourself into them. And remember, you just imagine that you go into yourself in your body in those situations, looking out through your eyes and engaging your five senses, maybe smells, taste, um, see what you'd see, hear what you'd hear, move around as if you were in that situation and notice what changes in your body and notice how the feeling that's associated to those lovely future memories or past memories will 
enhance how you feel and obviously make you feel much better. And, you know, that's what my work is all about, is helping people to change how they feel in every moment of every day, as well as, you know, to empower them to know that they can use these techniques themselves. So that's all I've got to share on this episode. And if you're still up for another episode on managing or acknowledging or changing, uh, utilizing different techniques on how to manage fear, then join me on the next episode. And as always, if you're listening on Spotify, will you please follow or whether it's Apple podcast or wherever, give us a little follow and give us a rating. Really appreciate that. And if you're watching this on YouTube, um, I would really appreciate if you could subscribe to the channel and of course, give us a comment in the comments if that is something that you would like to do. And as always, the Positivity Project, which is amazing. It's a free seven day video training. It's available to you for free. As I say, you'll find the link somewhere around this video um, or this podcast in the show notes. And if you can't find it in either of those places, you could have a look on Instagram or on Facebook. But obviously the easiest place is to go to moiragiri.com and you'll find it on the homepage. That's it for this episode. And thank you so much for listening.